This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. And joining me on the line to unpack the day's market activities, Wayne McCurry from FNB Wealth and Investments. Wayne, always a pleasure. Good evening to you. It's up, yeah. Wonderful. Thank you for being with us this evening. I do see that it was a rather decent one on the JSC. Speak to us about what we contended with throughout the day. Yeah, look, it wasn't a bad day, actually. But, I mean, nothing goes down in a straight line. And we've had, well, we've had quite a long time of actually quite bad trading days. So today saw some stabilization. The market was up about 0.7 of the percent. And it was really right across the board. But certainly the industrials, NASPAS and Process, Probably, well, they were the best performers. And then the RAND strengthened a little bit. It sort of pulled back from that 90 level, which was quite good news. But, you know, it was more of a, a stable day, if you could say, than a, than a strong, strong upward movement. And I must also ask you, uh, news we got about China uh, making another attempt at stimulus, this time focusing on the stock market. Did yes. that at all, uh, you know, bode well for markets? Look, it's all good news. But the Chinese market has been terrible. I mean, it's it literally for many, many years now, it's actually just been going down. And certainly all of the troubles they've had in the property sector doesn't help either. I mean, they've had you know huge bankruptcies there. But it is good news that they're buoying up the market. We've got a very big exposure to China, actually. Uh, NASPAS and Process are probably the more direct ones. But we've got all the luxury goods companies, Richemont, that sell a lot of their product into China. And, of course, all of our mining companies essentially are are quite dependent on Chinese demand. So anything to sort of stabilize the market, stabilize the Chinese economy is actually good news for South Africa. I must also ask you about uh, some company news, maybe starting off with MasterCard uh, and their investment in that MTN fintech unit. That's been valued yeah. at about $5.2 billion. So I'm wondering if we see uh, multi- if we see MasterCard coming in with $200 million for just under 4%. Is that fair value? Yeah, look at me. That's very small in MasterCard's life. But I suppose the principle is, just about everyone I know is going into payment systems and financial services. And obviously the cell phone companies have got such a massive client base that they can roll out these services to that MasterCard obviously wants part of that. And they want MasterCard and their systems to be, you know, also also dominant. That's why they're taking the equity stake. Look, there's fierce competition in these payment systems, not just locally, it's a global thing. It's, it's very much a, a growth industry at the moment. And obviously, MasterCard want to go in with MTN and the valuation, you know, that $5 billion, that's that's big, you know. It's certainly that valuation is not reflected in the current MTN share price. But if MasterCard are prepared to buy on that basis, then, you know, why not? Why, there's no reason why MTN shouldn't sell them as a small stake. MTN had said in the past that they're about willing to give away about 30% of that FinTech unit. Uh, we see this just under 4% being, uh, you know, scooped yeah. up by MasterCard. It means there's lots of room uh, for many investors and we should be able to hear about them in the next uh, few years, yeah. I guess. Look, I mean, a MasterCard's just going in there and putting their, you know, their toes into the water. They could easily, if this is successful and they like the business model, they could easily take up more shares in, in, uh, in, in this business. 
Let's also talk about what we're seeing with multi-choice and Canal Plus. It is uh, getting a little bit tense, but mm. um, I believe this is just how it goes in the world of MA. Yeah. It's very normal. Uh, I, I offer you 100 rand and you get insulted and say it's worth 150, and then we meet at 120. So this is absolutely normal. You know, uh, they made it quite clear, uh, multi-choice made it quite clear that you know, this, we're not taking this deal at all. Forget about it. But, you know, we, we, we're open to other suggestions. And who knows, someone else might come in because, you know, in their traditional DSTV offerings, they are having fierce competition from Netflix and other streaming services. But they've got one distinct advantage that the, the outside, the other, the American and other global players haven't got and that's local content they don't make local content whereas multi-choice does and that's why canal plus wants to buy it because i think they want to roll out the uh, production of all of this local thing to the francophone countries very interesting times indeed. Uh, before we move on from this deal, I must ask you, when in South Africa, there is uh, it's a, it's a legislation that a foreign-owned media company cannot own more than 20% voting rights mm. in a local media company. So what's the point, Wayne? What's the point of uh, you know having more than uh, uh, 20% shareholding if it doesn't mean 20% voting rights? Look, ultimately, if you're 100% shareholder of the economic value, that's truly what does count. I mean, I find it quite odd, and this is a global thing, it's not South African, is that governments are so controlling over the media that media and surprising enough airports and, 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 uh, and uh, harbors that they don't want foreigners owning these, these things. So, but yeah, <clears throat> I can assure you that uh, Canal Plus has had a good look at all of the restrictions because I think France is one of the worst countries in the world when it comes to foreign ownership of the media. So they've they've sussed it all out there. They know exactly what the legislation is, and they're still prepared to come in and buy the whole company. Staying with the tech sector, Lasaka today announced that they have acquired Touch Sides. Tell us about this, uh, you know, uh, acquisition for Lasaka and what it means for them. Look, it's actually I think a very good acquisition. They're buying it from Heineken. Um, I'm not too sure where how Heineken got hold of it, but it might have been through their through their local acquisitions. Um, but this is a, a uh, it's essentially a point of sale systems, but it's well established in all of the legal shabins. And, and they want to get hold of this technology and actually service it because they see it as, as a growth area. So I think it's a very good acquisition for them. What's also interesting, I guess, Wayne, is we uh, don't see many uh, listed tech firms, but we are seeing uh, quite a few uh, activity there. I'm wondering if this is what we can expect maybe throughout the year when I look at Lasaka, MTN Fintech, even a multi-choice, the sector mm. of tech and ICT really, really booming in terms of corporate action. But the share prices don't always reflect that. No, they don't. And that's why we see all of this activity. And I've got no, I think we're going to see a lot more in, 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 in tech and right across the board. For the simple reason is that our market's seriously cheap. If you if you take any view about South Africa other than a failed state, so if you think it's a failed state into the future, then you know then forget about our share market. But if you any other scenario other than a failed state, our share market's very cheap. And I think foreigners who take a longer term view will actually see that and domestic players. So I think there'll be a few more acquisitions. Because they, the market is just cheaper. Our local shares are really, really undervalued if you take 
a longer-term view and a slightly more positive outlook for South Africa than the circumstances we find ourselves in now. Well, keen to be here for all of it, Wayne. Thank you so much for speaking to us this evening. Pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Go well. Wonderful. That was Wayne McCurry from F&B Wealth and Investments with your Tuesday Market Wrap. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.